All the macho maniacs out there, I'll tell you the truth. I've experimented with anabolic steroids before. Yes, I have. And I did it when it was legal. I don't do it anymore. It's been a long time since I did it. But let me tell you something right now. It's like putting poison in your body. Don't do it. Plus, it gave me one hell of a case of PMS. <laughs> and even the silhouette girl knows that she doesn't want that. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. The podcast where three guys offer randomized reviews without the bull since 2013. I am Crofton Steers, and with me, as always, are my two lifelong pals, starting with Bo Schwartz. How you doing, Bo? Hello, Crofton! Hello, GBB listeners. Hey, high energy Bo. That's good. How you doing there, buddy? Uh, pretty good. A little itchy. Speaking of itchy... That flashlight. <laughs> We got our crotchety old man, Michael Hodgins. Good evening, friends you, and listeners. How you, how you doing there, Michael? I try to be the counterbalance to Bo's weird quit smoking energy. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the you're like the the Senate, the sober chamber of sober second thought. Sober second boring opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can spice things up by picturing me enjoying myself with my flashlight. Oh, <laughs> consider myself spiced up. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. We've got a podcast to do. For new listeners, I would just like to say that is a reference to our last episode where Bo provided way too much information about his personal I'm life. I'm here to serve. Gentlemen, before we get started, I would like to share a short story with the both of you. Uh, I would have you know that I have successfully completed in the province of Ontario, Canada, my driver's license congratulations so, so you completely you. graduated into a man that's right i can now drive a car an automobile uh legally in ontario yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah thanks i did the test and honestly it's pretty stressful like i mean i was those those tests like i hate tests in general and driving tests definitely were no exception to that uh, I didn't perform to my maximum capacity, but I still managed to pass. <laughs> well, uh, I don't remember being stressed for mine, but it was when I was 16. I, yeah, I, and it was in Quebec. They pretty much give license away in that province. No, no. You take lots of courses and all that, but... They give you yeah. a pack of smokes well, and a case of beer when you get to Congratulations, Crofton. You've uh, finally attained what most 16-year-olds attain before they graduate high school. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to Mike. I'm your age, and I'm still working on getting my license. Oh yeah, think of that speak. as another one. You're I'm just, bow. I'm just applying. Oh my god, I, I to, never thought about the bow reference point. I, oh. I, I went to apply for it today, but I went to the wrong office, so I got to go to a different office tomorrow. Pretty annoying. Wait, are you actually applying for your driver's license? Yep, I want to get a motorcycle. I oh god. bad idea, bad idea. Look, I've I got, I've got the beard going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna earn my cut. 
If you want to waste money, you can just give it to me. Just for the refer- for for the record here, I have to point out that Bo has started watching Sons of Anarchy, and the only reason he's gone to get his driver's license is because of that show. The same reason he owns a Stetson Cowboy hat is because of another TV show. Hey, yeah. man, whatever it takes to gain inspiration to do things in life that are important. Don't take Apparently that away it's- from me. TV is that reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that, Maybe no. you want to get out and see the world. That's a better reason than Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's no true. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to have to get my driver's license and doing all kinds of important shit. So uh, don't poo on me just because you think it's not a good source of inspiration. So are you planning a long um, road trip this summer, Crofton? Uh, no, but we're still thinking about next week. I might go. I'm going to be on vacation next week and we're trying to plan out a trip. And it may involve driving. I'm not sure. Hmm. It's a little bit wintry around here. Yeah, it might involve driving in the southern direction. Ah. Uh, well, try not to get in any accidents. And on that, on the on that, on the note of accidents, let's segue into our random topic generator. Let's hope it doesn't blow up in Mike's garage. What do you say? Yeah. Segway. Yeah, it's a little rough. <laughs> Speaking of segways, that's what folks should drive. <laughs> I feel like I'd break it. I need to feel like a man. Motorcycle. <laughs> It'll take more than that. Um, <laughs> okay, this one is machismo. Oh, machismo. Oh, man, that, speaking of segues, that is a mega segue because motorcycles are just like vehicular machismo. Yeah, my brother's like the poster boy for machismo. Yeah, sort of. My brother, my brother kind of is too, actually, in a different way. But they both don't necessarily have the personalities that go along with that, with the the macho. They both are nice guys. They just look like macho douchebags. Nick has never met a camera that he didn't want to flex for. <laughs> my my brother's the other kind. He 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 meets a camera that he flexes for, but pretends not to be flexing. <laughs> Nick doesn't pretend not to be flexy. Um, so machismo and macho-ness, uh, like for me, it's just ingrained what that what that is. But essentially, it uh, I, I would say that it's acting overly masculine, mannish, just for the sake of sort of asserting your masculinity. That's that's how I sort of see it. So, like, like guys who drive around with trucks, big giant trucks with Calgary in Calgary, and then hang fake testicles off the back of the truck to kind of just to be <laughs> clear, to it it makes the truck look like their penis, and uh, it it reinforces the idea that I'm so much of a man that I have a giant truck and I have balls hanging from it. So there's no way that I could possibly be a woman. That's sort of what, or or a girly man. It's really like advertising your manhood to an explicitly disgusting degree. It it is like that. Like tattoos and motorcycles and weightlifting and no emotions or communications and string of broken relationships. (laughs) That's what I I kind of see machismo in a nutshell. Bo? Yeah, I think machismo comes along with uh, some other things. Like there's the, you know, when when you say machismo, the thing that I think of completely is that um, scene between Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Predator when they when they like clap hands the and man they're, they're just like their muscles are rippling as they give each other the brotherhood you know 
bond and I'm just like all the sweat is pouring out and they're like yeah men and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> says what's the matter CIA have you pushing too many pencils <laughs> exactly so um you know I think that's the um you know that's the exaggerated view of machismo but um when we talk about you know masculinity a lot of men define themselves through certain behaviors and acts and, and which can be defined as machismo. So like uh, never letting people see you cry. They'll think you're weak. That's machismo, right? Um, God, I have no machismo. <laughs> Anyone who attended my, my wedding will test that. Or any funeral. I cannot help but cry. Right. So what are some of the other things you were raised um, that you can think of machismo-wise? Like, you know, never let people see you cry. I, I think they say like just quiet. You, you you know like you, it's like it's like don't, men don't often run get a, your mouth. Often men often get a bad rap for not being able to communicate, which is often true. You just think of this quiet man who just like you know something bad happened. He just doesn't say anything, keeps it inside. I think lack of communication is also a machismo feature. Yeah. I think I think going to the gym and bench pressing, like not just bench pressing, but only focusing on that, like your upper body, not doing cardio and just being like I got to be as ripped as possible. Like that to me, I associate with machismo. I associate gold chains, machismo. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially multiple gold chains. Also, open hairy chest, like sort of like, you know, with one of those shirts, the V shirts with the hairy <laughs> ch- and gold chains. I don't know. That to I me, V necks are a little not in the machismo camp, don't you think? I, I find people. No, no. If you're a big, strong bouncer and you got a V neck, show off your. Sweet pectoral muscles. Uh, yep. Yeah. Your pec cleavage. See, see, I think I think vain people are, are not that macho. Even even the muscly ones. Like to me, machismo is about like st- almost a stoicism, right? Like it is being muscly, but I disagree. I think that it is a vanity thing. Much. Yeah, I, I agree. With it's that. a style. It, it's like it's it's a style to which a lot of men uh, ascribe to, and it has an attitude that goes with it and a look. Yeah, and that you, look is like. But you know, it's being, but it's, it's it's theatrical. It's theatrical in that it's 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 not the flashiest thing. And yeah, Bo, some of it can be quiet, quiet and all that. But it's 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 doing things that are and trying to do things or, or or appearing to like certain things and not like other things that are associated with masculinity. But, but what about the guy code? I mean, that's not a vanity thing, and yet that's a machismo thing. Like, what for example, yeah, um, one of the things my father raised me on was that there was bush talk. And so when we went into the bush to be men, to go hunt and kill things, um, which is also a part of machismo, is when you can brag about shooting things and having big guns. All um, of this sounds machismo. Keep yeah, going. But, but, you know, we have bush talk. So when we go to the bush, like I was a young talk man. Talk about vaginas? Yeah, when I was a young man, I wasn't allowed to swear. But when we went into the bush, the rules were different. I could cuss to my heart's content, and I could listen to my dad say the most appropriate things and talk about other women and, you know, be as inappropriate as possible because there's a bunch of dudes in the bush in a cabin being drunk and being louts and being macho. I mean, being tough, right? And that's the other thing of machismo is it's not only looking strong, but actually being strong. Like, if you (laughs) like, no, seriously, you know. If someone's like, uh, 
like I remember feeling this a lot when I'd struggle with like carrying something heavy. My dad would be like, "What are you, a pussy? Fucking put your back into it." And I'd be like, "Okay," and I put my back into it and hurt myself because I, you know, my masculinity was being questioned, and it was my role to be masculine or go to be strong. And if I'm not strong, there's something wrong with me. So that's part of machismo too. Is when you're trying to look tougher than you are, feel that you have to be a certain strength. I guess for showing off to people, as you guys were saying. I mean, it is. It is well, for others, but I'll give you yeah. an example of that because I definitely have been victim to this sort of thing, and I think as you become more confident, you move away from it. But I recently, last week, went skiing with Mike, my brother, and his brother. So there was four of us yeah. skiing. I am of the four, the weakest of the four in skiing. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm still a fucking amazing skier. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, stop the machismo. No, it's true. And, He's a good skier. And, and, but okay. also, also of the four, I'm in the my legs are in the worst shape, and and that sort of thing. So, um, we would go skiing, and and they always want to. They they don't want to ski on the on the main runs. They want to go into the woods and 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 go off crazy. Now, in the olden days. I would have been like, feel like I have to do, even though I hated it and even though I didn't want to do it. And even though after doing one run, my legs would be pooched for the rest of the day and I would be really tired and then have a miserable end of day. I would force myself to go with, cause we would be a group of guys and all this. And it'd be like, Oh yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go off. Yeah, let's do it. And they're all, they're all like out trying to macho each other. I'm going to go in. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to go in here. And, and all this sort of thing. And, uh, and so, so now, but now I sort of think about it and I was like, what's, you know, what's the point of that? I'm taking away my enjoyment. These guys aren't going to, they're all adults. They're not going to think more or less of me. They know my limitations of skiing. I'm not going to fool anyone here. Uh, and so this, this past trip, I just said, you know what? I'm going to meet you guys at the exit. And so I went down the main run, you know, triple black diamond, what I normally ski on and that sort of thing. And, uh, and they went through the glades, and and then we met at the bottom, and no harm, no foul. Go up the lift the next time, and it's no it's no big deal. But there, for many years, there was this mental thing in my mind that was like, no, I have to impress these guys. I've got to, you know, I've got to be equal or whatever. Especially when one of them's your younger brother, for Christ's sakes, you know. But it's really just it, and I consider that a negative influence because this machismo thing sort of digs into your confidence and your self esteem or whatever, sure. and it's really about it's yeah. really about overcoming that well, well that's an interesting point and i think that machismo probably at its base is rooted in insecurity that's my that's my personal view i i, I really think that if you have to prove to other men like what bo was saying i'm strong and and, and be acting tough it, it's probably based on the fact that you're not that confident in yourself and you're trying to show that you are and that that that's really how, like I think that if you if you if you allow yourself to be vulnerable and to make decisions like yeah I don't feel the need to go down that double black diamond or whatever it is uh, you know that takes more confidence than to just be like I'll show these guys I'm going to follow along and so so I really do think the root of it is insecurity yeah I I'd likely agree with it especially when it comes to like a peer peer pressure situation I think you'd be a little more sensitive when it comes to family situations. Um, you know, uh, I would say my father is an example of, of machismo, but not in the sense that we're talking about. I mean, he's a strong guy, but he's not, a, a you know, you wouldn't, he, he's not like muscly. He doesn't, 
he doesn't actually dress to look all that tough, but he's got that machismo sense and that he's got that guy code where like, what are the thing? What does it take to be a man? Be a man is taking care of people even when they hate you, because that's what a man does. That's a that's a machi- that's a macho thing to to be doing, um, is to not be weak and not be seen to be weak and to not let yourself be weak, and. Um, I think that is less a confidence thing than some of the other stuff. Like, I think the more easy example is I remember being at when we were in university and there was a guy a few seats up and I mean, he was a good looking guy. He was super ripped. But like every five seconds, he was like flexing his muscle and looking at them and just admiring himself. And, you know, that's evidently someone with low self-esteem. But you get these these dudes, you know, like who are who are not necessarily looking, you know, fantastic like that, who act macho all the time. I mean, it really is a, a way of life to be macho in th- those particular cases. And you know, so why don't you guys tell me? I mean, have you ever had anyone? Do you have any behaviors where you find you're being macho in some cases, even though maybe you don't realize it? Are, are there some things that you do, like posturing, that that are just like you? exhibiting masculinity i would like I'm, I'm trying to be as honest as possible as i can with myself and i can't think of any i i i i you know i'm a regular guy and i try not to uh i try not to like showboat or 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 peacock or whatever whatever the <laughs> peacock yeah that's what all the macho guys are saying like hey uh, you're gonna go out and peacock tonight yeah what? but that's well, what they're doing that's what they're doing they're no, like you know, strutting their stuff and being like i'm it, going to you know i i feel like funny term i feel like i'm the, the i'm the anti of that in 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 many ways so like I don't, I don't know i would like i almost for the sake of having something to refer to because i just gave mike something like i know skiing that, it, that they're all kind of macho with each other and stuff like that no, i can yeah, I, I, I can i can see it but like at the at the same point i wish i had something that i could easily point to and you guys know me maybe there is something i'm macho about and that i, I don't, I don't know. know i think you're kind of macho about your uh love of of certain sports like that's that's a macho thing when you're like into and know like your sports talk is as good as anyone that i've ever seen you could talk hockey for hours you could talk ufc for hours that's macho stuff is it really just having yeah, I, I think something so. just because that interest is associated with macho people well look at the ufc it's a it's like a sport built around i know macho. but there's that's, no, there's no that's, other component to it that it's not it's only macho it's like machismo like distilled down to a sport yeah i get i guess so but that's kind of judgmental on an entire thing i i don't i don't necessarily yeah, I judged think, it bad <laughs> I, don't, I don't necessarily think that's true uh, although i definitely think there's a ton of machismo associated with it but i don't think liking stuff like if I watch Jersey Shore, which I don't, but if I did, with all the guys with their gold chains, you know, peacocking on the New Jersey Pier, I don't think that would be make me macho. Maybe it would make me enabling macho. Yeah. Right. Uh, I know, but in the same way that like I like skiing that way, it's not because of some macho instinct. It's just the what I enjoy. No, no, but but like no, there's a difference. The difference being that it, it's sort of like when you get out there, everybody's trying to one up each other with like, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna see this backcountry, or I'm gonna in, do this. Uh, that's quite interesting because I feel like that's not how I feel at all. One of the reasons I like skiing and I like skiing with your brother and my brother and people who like skiing that kind of stuff is that I feel like it's it's like a. 
we encourage each other. It's sort of like supportive. It's like, let's go in here and you know you have your friends have your back. If there's any, you know, if someone gets hurt, you know you have support. That's the way I always think of it. I don't think of it as like, I'm better than you and let's go down here faster. I think of it as like a fun shared activity. Because um, I was thinking also, like, I like rock climbing, and that might be perceived as a machismo thing. You know, you're flexing your muscles, climbing up the, the rock, the hot and sweaty. And, like, maybe it is, but <laughs> at base, it's a very, it's a very like, support and trust-based sport um, and very encouraging and supportive, uh, much more so than things like football or UFC, which are – I beat you. I am. I beat you directly. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen you guys. I've been rock climbing with you, where I've seen you kind of like, you know, be you know take take the piss out of each other. I guess. Oh, uh, we joke around, but it's yeah. Like, about know. like, oh, I just I just did this pretty quick, and then you'll be like, I know you want to compete. There's like a barometer there. You always want to compete with compete with people. But I think this says a lot about machismo. The idea is that it can be perceived. Uh, by different people in different ways. Because I know what you're talking about, your fellowship of skiers and all that sort of stuff. But I've witnessed it and I definitely feel the machismo coming out of all three of you at different times, right? And I know and I know that, like, I don't want to speak for your brother, but I know that he feels a certain amount of pressure to keep up with you and that sort of thing. And I think that there is, like, it's, as soon as you de- devolve into what what I call like a man competition and if it's like who's the most who's the biggest man here you know like that's that's when even if it's inadvertent machismo can come come out and you can you can just naturally be a and this is a compliment. Uh, you can just naturally be a, a, a cock of the walk at something, a big a, a big man, or really really good at something that's associated with you know being being tough or whatever. And then everybody's chasing chasing you, and it creates this this uh, this sort of like fake competition of machismo. You know, nothing's on the line really. Sometimes it's just from not for not falling behind. And uh, so, so I find I find that it's difficult, and I find that what Mike said about it being really about confidence uh, is true. Because like where where Mike had full confidence skiing, he doesn't th- he thinks about it as friendly skiers going in the woods, just all supporting each other. The person who's not as good sees it as like you know. Uh, guys sort of being like oh i'm the toughest or i'm the best and this sort of thing so it's it's and that person has less confidence than the person who's really good so i i think it's all related to to machismo so what are your thoughts on defining your masculinity then if we can just sort of you know because there's machismo but machismo is like based in because on the on the feminism episode we talked about gender roles and 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 i think masculinity is the male side of you know, what are the expected gender roles of a male? What are the, the things that are there? Um, so I kind of look at what is being a man. And like for me, being a man is taking care of your family, paying off your debts, being What's a good it? friend, you know. Yeah. And and yeah, so go like, you know, masculinity plays a role. Like well, I, that's see, tied mach- into all of it. The machismo thing is interesting in that context. You said one very, you know, you, you're like, you said it very confidently, like a machismo taking care of your family. Uh, but that's if you the macho guy is not going in general not going to stay at home changing diapers 
uh, feeding, bottle feeding a baby for a couple of years while his wife goes to work. Like when you talk about your dad and machismo, he's taking care of his family. He's baby's born. He's like, see you later. I'm out to earn a living, take care of my family. Like that's the issue with machismo and one and why it's like a barrier towards true equality uh, is is because there it's 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 these defined gender roles. Uh, I mean, like, I, I don't feel like I have. Yeah, much- it's it's taking. I agree a hundred percent with what Mike's saying. It's 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 using things like financial security to justify emotional abandonment. So being like, I'm not going to be there for these people emotionally because I don't want to open myself up because I wouldn't be a man. <laughs> but I give them money and I take care of them and I pay for you know their lodging and that sort of stuff. So that makes me a man, you know. I, I I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. It's interesting. I just read an article about uh, that about executives, uh, women executive and men executives uh, that get to high levels, and the main difference between them is guilt. So male executives have little or no guilt about them working eighty-hour weeks and not being there for their families. No guilt because they're like I'm providing well, like. And that's machismo, whereas women executives often feel like, yeah, I'm working 80 hours a week. I'm not really there for my family, and they feel that sense of guilt. But the man's just like, yeah, bringing home the bacon, that's what I do. Uh, so, like, I don't, you know, I, I just think it, it serves to to keep us in these gender roles. I mean, I, when you said, what do you have this machismo? Yeah, maybe certain physical things like skiing, may, maybe I come off that way. I, I don't think I do, but I could see Crofton's point, I could see well well taken. Uh, but what I identify as, as as a feminist, I have long hair. Uh, I mean, I would see myself easily as a stay-at-home father. I have no issues with that, and I have no career aspirations to become rich and powerful. Like I'm like anti-machismo. Is how, is how I kind of see myself. Yeah. I like. I characterize all three of us as as not macho. <laughs> what are you talking about? You with no. your giant beard and your Stetson cowboy hat and wanting to get a motorcycle Listen, license. You're as much he's, that's as machismo as it comes. It's not really about machismo Smoking for me. Smoking cigarettes, tossing them on a street. And plus, the way you were speaking about your dad made it really seem like you admired that sort of thing. Yeah, you the, say it with the, like an air of nostalgia. Yeah, and like, 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 like oh, the man code out in the bush. Yeah, well, you know what? There's something appealing to it. I was raised with those sensibilities. But just a side note, a sidebar on the hair thing. Um, I was actually I tried to grow my hair long as a child a lot and I'd get called my dad would be like, well, you look like a fucking girl you gotta look like a man cut your hair you know and, and then even when I go up to see family it's like oh your hair is long they kind of dig the beard because it's a duck dynasty thing but being a long hair you know being a hippie that's not very manly at all so that's why I kind of like doing it because I'm being a you know rebellious still in my 30s it's well me too like when I was cool. when I was younger and had and had long hair people People, people, I've cut it very times in my life, but people would be like, "Oh, when you girls' hair, when you cut your hair," and I'm yeah. just like, "I really don't care." And then now I'm like, I almost do it for that purpose of yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't want to be your much as much." Yeah, Hodgins, I don't want to bust your balls on this, but it's, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, "Man, you've done a lot of machismo things." That I was it you or was it your brother who was trying to gauge who could do the most chin ups? <laughs> was like, it my brother? He can do lots. Was it? Was it? We were at the we were at the hockey thing, and he was like, somebody was like, it was either you or him. But I know you him. both. He, he you asked were both me how many like, I could do, and I was like, maybe seven. And he's like, I can do like yeah. thirty. I know you definitely mocked me for doing not enough push-ups. <laughs> well, because you just rated at the same level as a sixty-year-old man, and I, I know, you, but like that's just like. 
that's com- that's just know, general health and fitness. Let's no, 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 no. It's not. See, and yes, I think that is. I no, 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 no. I no. think you're mis general. What what a non macho person would say would they would be like you know good job keep it up you know try try and encourage. But by by saying like your health is not is not like you're not even doing as good as like a 60 year old man. You call yourself a real man. You should be for your That's age. You should be I doing said. this. No, you pretty much did though. That was the inference <laughs> you were making. Yeah, you're like suggesting it's implied. I, yeah. And I, I've heard you and your brother go back and forth out, ma- trying to outman each other with who can do the most of this or who can do the most of That's that. True. You know what? I, would, I will admit that I have a kind of machismo back and forth with my brother, but that's most right. out of, joke. you know what? I sort of do too, so I mean, I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do. You're I, I can't. Uh, I can't say. But that's but a this, kind of brotherly rivalry thing, which maybe it's is still kind related. Of kind of we can't. We can't call yeah, sure, it. Yeah, on I, that. I see it. Yeah. See, because the the thing is, when we we deliver verdicts on a lot of these things, part of me likes to think that, say, we were. Um, we controlled the universe and we could remove these sort of things, or we could tomorrow prostitution when we did prostitution by all saying it's say say we all said it was bad suddenly there'd be no more prostitution machismo is one of those things i just can never see going away i think it's just like it's like embedded in as much as we like to say oh we're not macho we still all have elements of macho i was trying to think about stuff i'm already thinking of stuff that's like oh yeah i do i do things like this or i do things like that that make me macho um i just think it's something that we can escape but at the same time, I think it's something that's more prevalent in certain people. And I agree sort of with what I think Bo was saying is that it's tied in often to insecurity. But I wonder – no, I was saying that. and sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was, That was my Sorry. Point. Sorry. But here's, an, here's another point which may be actually valid. Like, like you know, we, we like to think a lot of these things are sociological things, but sometimes they're biological things. Uh, so maybe it's literally uh, testosterone. You know, so uh, you have – you're doing some physical activity. Maybe you get more of a testosterone uh, surge and you – like, and men, why do men have machismo? It's like maybe it's just testosterone. And, and you know, and there's different levels of it in every guy. I feel like I probably there's- don't have that much. Yeah, well, there's definitely, I agree, I, there's got to be some biological component. But then, and we talked about advertising in a previous episode, and how how the idea of manhood is associated with certain things, like Wrangler jeans, or... Uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> or, or um, Stetsons or Harley Davidsons or uh, what's what are other things that are associated with the uh, like, big trucks, big tires? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like big all these willies. things, they're advertised to associate themselves with with manhood. Like every truck commercial is either narrated by Dennis Leary or Sam Elliott. Um, you know, like they're it's all about like who's the biggest man, who's the biggest cowboy, you know, like uh <laughs> and and the the idea cowboys is stupid. So like there is a testosterone thing. I don't disagree, but I I think that society trades in machismo to a certain extent and and, uh, and and you know sells products that way and and it becomes a cycle where like certain products become associated with machismo yeah, I, I agree that it's definitely a part of our culture and that you know a way to sell products is to appeal to a man's masculinity or sense of masculinity uh for sure um verdicts yeah i think we need to think? get into verdicts now unless anyone has anything more to share verdict time i have a verdict I have a verdict to share. All right, you go. go yeah. Bullshit. 
Mm. Yeah, get ready to. I, I, I think machismo is a big pile of crap. I, uh, you know, I, I think it's a lot of posturing. It has issues of insecurity, as I mentioned, which maybe I suffer from. Maybe that's why I display some machismo sometimes when I'm skiing with Crofton and he's being a weakling. Uh, but, but uh, you know, maybe those those are my own inherent insecurities. <laughs> so, but I do think that's the root of it, and I do think it's a it's just a lot of posturing, try to look tough to other guys, maybe try to look tough to ladies too. And I think it's a pile of crap, and it wouldn't hurt us if we didn't have it. I have a few things to say. First of all, I love peacocking, so I like uh, standing out in a crowd. I like uh, being a center of attention. I like looking different. I like looking like I'm confident, um, and that can take a number of forms, which maybe you don't associate with machismo, but uh, my cowboy hat is definitely one of those attempts to be a little different. Um, the other thing, too, is that um, there's a sense of brotherhood and belonging as it pertains to masculinity. So, you know, uh, there are rituals that men share in that... Um, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's healthy or not, but, you know, you're raised with them or you're a part of them uh that that you you do derive a sense of belonging and just just brotherhood like a relationship with other men and that can be exhibited through machismo and and I think a lot of times it comes off uh, I think when we're in the displaying mode as obnoxious and irritating I definitely agree but on the whole I can't it's hard to say where gender role starts and where you know acceptable you know behavior between human beings of the same gender begins and i think that there's room for some of that sort of brotherhood and kinship uh in relationships and you know i think being macho is a part of that at least you know like i said the rituals of going hunting with a bunch of dudes out in the woods drinking beer and being a bunch of idiots uh that kind of stuff's fun you know there's a, there's a part of you that just really enjoys that so uh i'm gonna go ahead and say that um machismo is good But I'm not a big fan of the obnoxious stuff. But, you know, sometimes being a man is a, can be a good thing. And sometimes women like it, despite their protestations. Okay. Uh, so I was, I was going to go bullshit, but after Bo's thing, I'm going to go bad. Uh, as you were saying it, I was getting more and more angry. And I was just like, you know what? Machismo is a bad thing. It's all about image. It's it's all about emotional detachment of the Cormac McCarthy style. It's all it's all like it's all people who don't want to deal with their emotions, that don't want to communicate uh, and and uh, create like a fall. Maybe Bo talked about a brotherhood. That brother could could exist without this the posturing and the machismo, uh, but it doesn't because. There's not there's not that comfort level. There's that, there's that insecurity about being close, about you know admitting to your loved ones that you love them, uh, and uh, and I think I think machismo. Well, I don't want to get down on men uh, across the board because I think like you know we talked about feminism, and I think that you know I do, I just don't want to crap on men for being men, uh, but but I because I think some of it is it's impossible to change. I think, as I said, I don't think unless you biologically rewired all men, I don't think you're getting rid of machismo. I just know when I meet a macho person, I don't like it. The more macho they are, the more annoying they are. Never have I seen macho-ness and thought, wow, this is really endearing. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> so obviously so, you've not met the macho man, Randy said. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for all those reasons, I have to say that that it is bad. There's literally no good that comes from it. All right. Well, you've got it a good, a bad, and a bullshit all across the board. Full spread. Yeah. So if you wanna let us know what you think about Macho and ladies, please write it and tell us what you think. Cause this'll help, you know, give us a new perspective on uh on machismo but um please write us at goodbadbull at gmail.com we love getting your feedback on this topic or any of the other topics that uh you've listened to all right um if you want to subscribe to the show you can do so uh, at our website goodbadbull.com there we have links to itunes stitcher and an rss reader if you're using a, a some sort of podcatcher like downcast and that was a coin. <laughs> um, all right. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Good Bad Bull. All right. Uh, Crofton, if our listeners want to find out more about what you're up to, what kind of things Crofton does, where can they do that? They can check the macho man out on Twitter at Crofton Steers. Can you dig it? <laughs> I can dig it. That was awesome. Uh, uh, well played, sir. And if you want to find out more about what Mike's doing, you can find him at... Uh, at his home, dropping coins while Bo is trying to give uh, the address for sending in mail. Actually, it was my red wedding ring that I dropped. I don't know if oh, it you're so macho that you can't wear the wedding ring while you do the show? No, I like fiddling with it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of my lovely wife. Who am I love? See how not macho that is? I can express my love openly. Yeah, well, I can. I love you guys, too. You're gay for saying that. Oh, that is so gay, Hawkins. <laughs> That's the gayest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. All right. My pectorals are sore from listening to that. Um, all right. You can find me at Bo Schwartz if you're interested in hearing about my pectorals. Um, They're probably just sore from sitting. Yeah. Well, I, I play with them a little bit. Anyways, all right. On behalf of Michael and on behalf of Crofton, my name is Bo, and that is yet another episode of Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Say bye, guys. The Macho Madness is running wild! Dig it! <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim! <laughs> <laughs> You're very macho, Crofton. It's quite eerie. Which one did I want? Randomize. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where theory guys often rant. One more time. What the hell happened there? Often get it together. I know. It's hard to read. I would be bad with cue cards. Um, yeah. Sorry. Getting it together. One, two. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where three guys offer... I, I want to redo. I, no. I, I forgot. Go ahead. I forgot. Yeah, Take sorry. Time. Redo, redo, redo.